Hey, Beverly, Dave, and our special guest here this morning, we got Pat McGinnis from Breathe Coffee House uh, connecting and hanging out. Thanks for hanging out, Pat. Hey, thanks for having me. And thanks for bringing coffee, by the way. That's, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, the least, it's the least I could do. He's so nice, isn't yeah, he? He is. <laughs> you are. Yeah. Like, uh, as we're talking to Pat, um, you know, with, with the Breathe Coffee House, a nonprofit coffee house, you know, normally I think coffee house, I don't connect nonprofit <laughs> with that. Um, so... How, how 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 did you get a nonprofit? Coffee yeah, house? I was going like, to say I don't know that I connected nonprofit to a coffee house um, <laughs> in my in my prior life either. It, it was um, I can kind of only give you my personal motivations. I had worked in profit for profit business for a long time. Then I got into doing ministry, and. One of the things that always left a bad taste in my mouth is I never really felt like my motivations had changed for, because I had worked in healthcare and in, in senior care and, and always kind of help areas, that kind of stuff, or, or at least customer service and, and even in restaurants. I'd, but all of those things, I guess where I, my passion was, was being able to take care of people. Um, but when you're working for a for-profit, get to the end about every month or whenever your board meetings are and you have to they, they're, they're not you're not counting numbers on how many people you take care of you're counting what kind what did your decisions lead to the yeah. bottom line mm-hmm. and i get it i'm i you know i'm i'm all for profit companies but i it was always such a tension for me and i was like how do i do this thing i i do want to be in the community not aside from the community because the tension i felt when i was doing ministry directly in church was that i always felt like i was trying to do nothing but market people to get them to my church. And I was like, I really want to go into the community. I want to be in the community rather than figuring out how to get people to the church. And I think all the churches should do those things, but I wanted to be, I felt my calling was more right there with people and do these things at the same time. And it also said, is it possible to do a, a like a for-profit model, but do it as a nonprofit? Um, so that I didn't have to answer to a board on how much money I was making. And if I wanted to give away coffee that i didn't have to then say well how is that working out to benefit the bottom line i wanted it to if it was a break even that would be good enough and i wanted to be able to use the coffee in just the way i mentioned before to to talk to people not use the coffee to make money Hmm. well and i didn't know how to get rid of that own tension in my mind because i was okay with make i do know i need to figure out how to make money i just didn't want it to be a situation at the end of the month where like i gotta stop doing that thing that was helping people the whole purpose because Hmm. i can't make money doing it and I didn't know how to balance that in my own heart without getting rid of that incentive. <laughs> that is so cool, Pat, because God knew how to do it. I mean, yeah. obviously, you had all these things God was laying on your heart, but how do you put them together? How, how do you, you make them? it work? Yeah. But God came through for you. Yeah, and I feel, man, I it's been marvelous. We've been open for five years, and uh, I don't say it often enough, honestly, because I, I literally didn't know how it was going to work. I would like to take credit. There's really no, I don't, I didn't know what I was doing. I still really don't know what I'm doing. I hadn't opened up a coffee shop before this. All I knew was how to talk to people and then, and then trust that we could figure out on the fly how to make it work. And I'm still figuring out on the fly. God has, has blessed this thing throughout. I cannot, I have business students come in all the time. It's like, Hey, can we do a model or, you know, interview you for this class or that class? I was like, I don't know that you want to interview me because this is not going to work in any of your typical business models. Yeah. This is going to be a weird one. You certainly can, but realize this: if if God's on your side, you can't fail. That's wow. the way I view. So, wow, what faith and uh, what a story! That's awesome, Pat.
that for your ministry at Breathe, your nonprofit coffee house, you know, as a place designed to have conversations, which is kind of ties into your whole hope and goal for the ministry, right? Yeah, it's uh, it was it was trying to get rid of all the excess noise. <laughs> all the excess stuff I think that I often uh, dealt with or, or was called to do in in traditional church ministry to say, what does it really look like if you strip it all down? What's the important thing? You know, what is missions? What is discipleship? What are all those church words that we come up with? What, are, what actually are those things? In the end, they are a conversation between a person sharing with another person mm-hmm. and that we are looking not only for hope, Everybody's looking for hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all looking for peace. And then do we actually shape our lives enough to have those conversations that when that I can look somebody in the eye and go, you want to know where I found peace? Do you know what changed my life? Or, you know, because it kind of struck me as odd that oftentimes we can even get so busy in our church lives that we don't have time between mm-hmm. <laughs> worship songs and message and picking our kids up after in order to look somebody in the eye and have a conversation with them. And it was like, where do we do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wanted, to, I wanted to open up a place to have important conversations. And then the, the second tier of that, that was more, um, I guess, I wanted to be involved in community and what hurts culture, what hurts community. And we also, I mean, it's not hard to look at in our culture and say, hey, do we talk well with people who disagree with us? Or do we, mm-hmm. are we really encouraged to talk poorly Mm-hmm. with people who disagree with us and we get further and further away and we have more and more systems designed that separate us that actively separate us rather than bring us together mm-hmm. so i was coffee was like hey could we if we just made our coffee a time where i'm going to intentionally engage in another human's life while i share this coffee with you there's five ten minutes i could it doesn't have to be a breathe by the way yeah. <laughs> it can be at your church it can be in your office but are we willing to just make the intention, the communication, the intention of conversation, the intention of me sharing my struggles or me sharing my hope, me sharing my peace, and with an intention that if we don't do it, we certainly are never going to understand anybody more. <laughs> and if I do it, I, you know, I say all the time, we called the nonprofit Dialogue Ministries, and dialogue, by definition, my definition, I don't know if it's the one in the dictionary, a dialogue doesn't necessarily have an end. Mm. A dialogue can go on forever. And if I'm willing to engage in a conversation with a person forever, I think they're going to understand you better and you're going to understand them better. And if that's the goal is just to talk to them, mm-hmm. you will learn to love each other just with that goal. You don't have to figure out how to love them from the first time you have a talk. But as long as you're willing to meet with them again, I bet you'll get closer. Yes, yes. That's so good. And avoid, right? We tend to just avoid well, yeah. those uncomfortable because I don't think we see eye to eye on some things. And so I'm just going to simply avoid avoid it yeah. to prevent, you know, whatever, <laughs> uncomfortableness yeah. or whatever. Yes. So what a great opportunity. And, you know, let's go get a cup of coffee. And uh, often conversation takes place right Coff- after it, that. Yeah. And that's where I <laughs> cheated a little bit because I, I went around to other coffee shops and you're like, what's happening here? Mm. People just sitting and talking. So it's like I didn't need to reinvent the wheel i just thought we'd kind of push it a little bit in a in a direction to have more impact and ask people it was a thing where i could challenge then go back to people in the church and challenge them mm-hmm. do you do you believe that you should learn how to engage your culture better yeah. do you do you want to be able to talk to people better if you don't ever practice it how are you going to do it better mm-hmm. so 
here now i'm going to challenge you get out there here's here's a spot grab a i'll help you and so like over the last five years through different systems that we've done our coffee club um things that we do in in events i give away we give away um, we ask people to join our coffee club for students can do it for 15 dollars a month individuals can do it for 25 we have small groups we have churches that do it but we give them two dollar off coupons and they get out their own mug and they get two dollars off so the rationale there was at least five times a month you can get free coffee if you're willing to buy into this process, which is that five people a month, can you sit down there? I'll pay for your coffee. Yeah. Mm, that's it, awesome. Wow. It makes me think of the woman at the well. Like Jesus went there with the desire to talk to her. Mm -hmm. Jesus, you know, as a Samaritan, he could have said, I don't want to talk to you. I don't like you. And I'm not going to. <laughs> and she but, said, are you sure you want to talk right? to me? <laughs> right. Yeah. But he went there with the desire to talk to her. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as a result, all these people believed mm -hmm. yeah and if we would do the same go to people with a desire to talk to them no matter where they're at in life just to be willing to have a conversation with them how many ways god might use that mm -hmm. to bridge them to himself yeah that they absolutely. can come to know him absolutely mm -hmm. you you allow the door to open like he did say you're his hands and feet mm -hmm. but then too often i think we leave the door closed because we say those people are unreachable or i don't know how to talk to them it's too weird or it's too far gone but if we mm -hmm. open the door then just opening the door allowed God's work in that conversation. You know yeah. he's not going to work in a conversation you never have. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly right. Wow. Uh, such good information there and, uh, sh and sharing it in a way that you're act actually practicing it out. Uh, that's just really good. Uh, Pat McGinnis again with Breathe Coffee House here in Hayes on Main Street, just a couple of doors down from KPRD. Yeah. Thank you for those Welcome words. Welcome to the neighborhood. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of topics that are pertinent uh, that we don't talk about. And so we developed with uh, actually a leadership 310 classes from Fort Hayes um, are charged with doing something in the community and working with the community organization on that. And so I've partnered with leadership 310 almost since we've opened every semester. I have a leadership 310. Well, the last four semesters, including this one, we've been working on what we call Can We Just Talk? And it was to line up those topics on a regular basis with the people who need to talk about them. So we go through, uh, and it's often student or, or at least oriented because it's a Leadership 310, a little easier for them to access um, Fort Hayes students. But the intent was to get into community as well. Anyway, so we, we'll pull a topic and then we ask people to kind of give a brief overview of whatever that Thing would be and, and often it comes down to something in mental health or or in in political health or social health or, or spiritual health and then we ask people to sit down and engage in questions kind of back and forth in a way that we can talk about it with the goal again to understand better and to connect better and to just learn how to talk about the topic um, you know with really trying to not trying to summarize not trying to conclude not trying to change but rather, how do we learn how to talk about this without throwing rocks at each other? Without uh, going to our, our phones or keyboards on Facebook. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because, it, yeah, and that we can hide without hiding. And also recognizing the fact that we were designed to actually look each other in the eye. That there's, there's a better impact when I can hear the tone of your voice, when I can empathize with you. Or if I'm offended, I can ask or say, hey, that was offensive. <laughs> and you have an opportunity to respond rather than me just getting to rail on you or, or vice mm -hmm. versa. Um, and without it, it's just too easy. And I think our tendencies as human beings, our failings as human beings are 
sin nature, whatever words you want to put to it, mm-hmm. we tend to want to defend ourselves. <laughs> so if we don't figure out how to empathize, we will defend ourselves. So can we just talk was all about, hey, let's take these specific topics that may be controversial, maybe we struggle with, um, and then bring them out into the open. And so some of those that would be on the more positive end, like I said, maybe mental health issues, we, we deal with just a an explosion of mental health stuff going on mm-hmm. in our nation and in our community. And so in dealing with Fort Hayes students, you know, it's the numbers that have been um, gone through counseling center here in the last few years have doubled and doubled. And then we had COVID. So you know that the numbers are are, yeah. are really high. And, and oftentimes what we've discovered is that it's not necessarily um, clinical anxiety or clinical depression or those but doesn't mean people aren't exhibiting those those traits but often people are just lonely Mm -hmm. they don't have anybody to talk to Mm -hmm. and then when i realized when those kind of numbers if you look at the national numbers those are trending upwards of like 50 percent of young people say they're lonely on a regular basis Mm -hmm. i assume that's true in the community as Mm -hmm. well and it breaks my heart for one directly hearing that but then i also think what are we doing in the church if we can't just connect to people and learn how to talk to them wherever they are, you have 50% of them are lonely mm-hmm. on a regular basis. Yes. So can we just talk was about, okay, we're going to set it up every Thursday night, seven o'clock. We're going to ask different groups to come in who know what their issues are, have them kind of start it. And then we have a bunch of questions. We break up into little small groups. We talk about it. And then from there, if you know you're connecting to others or you need further, then we try to set you up with one-on-one conversations over a cup of coffee ongoing. So I need a bunch of people from the churches and from people, who, organizations that care to be there available to talk to those people, but also um, those that need somebody to talk to. And so since we tried to destigmatize that along the way, we got a, got rid of the thing of, well, you're coming as a, as a person of... <laughs> to help somebody or person mm-hmm. that needs the help. And we said, really, the conversation itself is what makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So we wiped all those things away. We just said, okay, can you show up for an hour a week and have a conversation? Sometimes you may be the person who needs to give advice. Sometimes you're going to be the person who needs to hear it. But regardless, if you focus on just listening to each other, you'll both get better. Mm. Oh, that's great. Well, that just sounds healthy and um new and fresh and yet it's something that how we were created so, it's, it's so basic us. yeah I tell you, isn't that funny it does yes. sound new and fresh and it's so basic you mean yes. like sitting across from somebody mm-hmm. and talking to them makes you, a difference you mean i actually have yeah. to look at someone and not at my screen <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome well thank you again pat mcginnis with breathe coffee house and pat as we've been talking about breathe we've talked about uh you know kind of breathe being a non-profit con- a con- um coffee house which how cool that is we talked about uh, the goal to have conversations with people. We talked about your program, Can We Talk? What do you look at as you look down the road for Breathe? Uh, well, you know, it, it's a combination of, um, I gotten used to being, hey, I don't know where exactly all this is gonna lead, but, be, but just keep opening doors and letting God lead. Um, I've tried to stay true to that when God spoke about, hey, emphasize getting people to talk to one another. So along those lines, I've realized having conversations are encouraging people to talk to one another. You find out sometimes uh, they don't know how to handle a a situation. (laughs) And we don't necessarily know who to refer people to when the problem is too large or the Mm -hmm. difficulty is too difficult. Mm 
Um, so along the way, I decided to go back to school so that I could get licensed. Um, so I went back to study in master's social work program so I could get licensed there, eventually to get licensed in, in counseling so that when there was a connection that needed to be made, I could be right there on site and I could also then refer to other people. So the next goal is that we would actually have attached to our coffee house a counseling center so that when you have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, you're like, man, I don't know. I think maybe you should talk to somebody else. You literally would know the person. They're going to be right there. There's going to be a, there's going to be multiple offices, and also to give access point for community leaders, community um, counselors who want to be able to come in and, and have time, but maybe don't have a space to do it or opportunity to regularly go there and engage people, um, and for professionals as well for for those that are. Uh, licensed and want a space to work out of that would be comparable to what our mission is here or at least where it would be parallel um, could be on site and so we could blend bleed some of these lines together mm -hmm. we could destigmatize what i believe is true in all of our lives which is that sometimes we struggle and that talking to somebody mm -hmm. helps so whether that's for 15 minutes with a cup of coffee or maybe it needs to be something you see regularly on somebody who's got some training to help you walk through some issues um, but get people engaged. So that's the next level. I think we want to want to figure out how to start that and get that rolling. So we've started a, a what we call connect and support campaign that we're launching here, the end of this year into next, which is getting people engaged. Please, it, these are the two ways you can you can be a part of Dialogue Ministries and Breathe Coffee House. Connect in some way. Figure out how you can connect other people. We'll give you lots of different ways to get there, or support us. So we're actually going to be doing fundraising and other kinds of opportunities to to launch that next chapter in other ways that we can connect into our community, that we can bridge mm -hmm. between church and civic group, and church and the university, and church and uh, the community overall, and and between those groups as well. So we can figure out the ways we can actually um, merge so many of our missions that sound really similar, and that is we want to help our community. We want to mm -hmm. help our our brother. We want to figure out how to not um, be irritated and angry and mm -hmm. mad at people, but figure out how we can actually love each other and support each other. And so with that as the mission, I need I don't know how to do that either. So <laughs> I want as many people as possible mm. pulling that same rope, and that's what we're going to do into the future. But I'd like – I know it only works – I say this to my staff all the time. It doesn't really matter if I'm the only person doing this. Mm -hmm. It really doesn't. So mm -hmm. how do we actually figure out how to get people who yeah. who believe the way we do engaged? So that's what we're all about is connecting and supporting. So if you're on board with that, you know, we're looking for ways to partner with people and have supporters, whether it's uh, financially or, or starting other groups or doing new things to engage in the same kind of message that we're trying to do. Oh, what an exciting, exciting next step. Uh, that is um, so cool just to hear how that vi you're casting that vision and just to now see how that comes together mm -hmm. is going to be so exciting. So we're going to look forward to hearing more from you. Again, Pat McGinnis with Breathe Coffee House joining us here on The Morning Show this morning, Dave. It's been a pretty exciting time. Now, for someone who's listening in and maybe they're listening for the first time hearing about Breathe or maybe they've you have been there a few times. Um, tell us, what is your hope for them? What is your lasting takeaway that you would hope that they would get from this, from, from this conversation, but just in general from Breathe Coffee House? Uh, that, that Breathe and its mission, which I think are, which I know is Christ's mission, is that there is hope 
and that we are empowered. We were designed. We have deep within us the ability to love people even when we disagree with them, that we have the ability to share the hope and peace that we know with people that are hurting, and that we are actually designed, and when I hear about mental health and loneliness and all those things that tie into it, the the solution to those is all the same. Hmm. And that's human connection. We were designed to be engaged with other human beings. Hmm. We weren't just designed to be going as hard as we can towards whatever our personal goals are. We were actually designed to engage in each other's lives. And I think the Holy Spirit, I I know the Holy Spirit works in us when we are willing to engage in other people's lives, whether those are messy, whether those are, (laughs) whether Mm -hmm. our life is the one that's messy, because just give it a week and those will flip-flop in everybody's life. We all Mm -hmm. struggle talking helps so i i always hope i hope you I'm, i love that you give me that lead in because i hope that everybody who walks through the door at breathe coffee house feels welcome i hope that everybody who walks through the door at breathe coffee house is engaged with can feel engagement with other people who care about them i hope that all the people who care about other people use this as an opportunity to connect other people if they're struggling to find that place. And all those people who need somebody to connect to could use my place as a place to connect. And that also when they're not just um, whatever their struggles are. I, I struggled when I was young to find a, a home in a church community where I felt like I could ask a question and not be judged. Mm-hmm. You know, where I could mm-hmm. just ask and please just talk to me about it. I just mm-hmm. want to know. I don't want to. I don't want to be, you know, browbeat. I just want to talk about it because I have a real question. I want that to be this location. So I know so many people in ministry who that they want those chances to do that exact thing, um, but it may not fit well on a Sunday morning when you're given a message. But it fits mm-hmm. well and breathe. So mm-hmm. it's a place where if you just are there and present, and I know you're there, and our staff knows you're there, and somebody needs to talk about something like that, I can say, hey, why don't you go talk to that person right there? Mm-hmm. If you're willing to commit, because I know that person cares, and uh, they'll talk to you about it. She'll talk to you about it. And maybe if you could build that into your schedule so that it's regular, then people will know you're available and, and know there's something there. And I know that's true across the board and so many other avenues. It's just a new way to approach it than traditional church mechanisms, but also to be um, on board with what the community is doing, get it, staying on pulse and, and staying connected. Uh, whoever is in that mindset, that this is a way to do it. Um, and that's so if you're a civic group or if you're a, a Fort Hayes organization, you know, or, or you're wherever you're coming from, you'll fit. Yeah. You will we'll find a place for you to connect that I'll trust that there's ways that we can connect. We may not see them outright, but we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And our, our Breathe, um, Breathe Coffee is our website. We have all of our different things that we're doing, including, you know, we do have great coffee. We have our own signature roast that's really fabulous. You can only get it at Breathe that we worked with Oddly Correct out of Kansas City, developed our own signature roast. We'd love to have that in coffee pots all around the community. So if you want to support us, just by, if you're buying coffee, you can buy it from us and you can serve our coffee and tell our story. You can do that in your church or in your organization or your business. Um, 
But then we also got new things on our menu. We got a new s'mores latte and a new s'mores crepe that you can try out. We're going to put a few more crepes that if you haven't tried our crepes, they're amazing. S'mores crepe? Uh S'mores crepe. Did you roast it over fire? We did. We actually (laughs) put the crepe, you put Nutella on there, you put graham cracker crumbs, you put marshmallows, and then we roast it. We have a little torch. What? Torch the marshmallow. It's so good. Wow. <laughs> wow, we're going to end on a hungry note here. I know. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Well, Pat McGinnis, uh, Breathe Coffee House, it's been a wonderful time together this morning, just learning more about the ministry, how it got started, what God's doing through it, um, how it's developing and continuing to grow. It's been a great time together to learn together, to grow together, and to be inspired. Thank you for joining us this oh, morning. You guys inspire me. I appreciate you being here. We all. We all need you guys on our radios all day long. Thank you so much, Pat. Hey, can we talk with Breathe Coffee House? You can check it out at their site, their address. BreatheCoffee.com. Heading into next, Tornwells. And until Grace on KPRD, 